Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? This is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and I'm here today with Borny, a.k.a. Husky Life and the Friendly Bear Discord. And we have these um uh weekly, well, we're trying to do them weekly, like, you know, movie reviews, trading movie reviews. I think it's cool to revisit like the classics. Um, I haven't seen them in a few years, so it's good to refresh. And this is a good way, like it's entertainment, but it's also educational. You know what I mean? So like it's it's pretty cool. And today we're gonna go over boiler room. So uh Borny and I are gonna go over boiler room. And also I want to mention I met Borny last week at the at the conscious trading conference, which a lot of uh people were there. It's close to 50 people there, it was a great conference. Um, couldn't ask for more, man. We were hanging out at my office. Everyone got to see my office, 54th floor. Uh, um, shout out Ellis Hobbs came through. Uh, Eduardo Ducks. Every, a lot of people came through, man. It was pretty sick. And um, what an opportunity. So, like, it was great. So, like, the week before, or a few days before, I think we did the, a movie review also. What was the movie we reviewed? I already forgot. Uh, Rogue, Rogue Trader. Rogue Trader. <laughs> yeah, what a classic, man. So, um, Rogue Trader... This trader that goes rogue, and then now we're doing boiler room. So it's like all this misbehavior in the markets. You know what I mean? It's good to analyze because like the market is like greed and fear. You know what I mean? It's like human human nature never changes. Like what Jesse Livermore says, uh, you know, the markets change, the people change, but human nature never changes. And like even though these movies are written by like screenwriters and like writers and stuff, they they do a good job, I think, of like the human nature part, like boiler room, which we're about to go over. What do you think, Borny? What do you think about that? The human nature of these of these these movies, of uh, the ones that we reviewed so far, boiler room and Rogue Trader. I mean, yeah, it goes a lot to show you just a uh, greed and wanting wanting to make money. Yeah, so you get get lost in that. Okay, so boiler room. So before we start, okay, so this is a crazy one. So like this is the nineteen ninety late nineties. I think it's ninety eight or ninety nine. The stock. So this, I like to go and think of myself in the time and place of things. So that was a dot com boom. That's where Tim Sykes made his first million. Put it that way, you know. And uh, I go over a lot of like I, I interviewed a, a quite a few few people from that were involved in the in the nineteen ninety nine dot com boom. So like, it's good to see. Uh, back then, like E Trade was just coming out. You just had the computers, but at the same time, it was still like. You still had boiler rooms, which would call people up. And, uh, you know, like the Wolf of Wall Street was in the 80s. They didn't have any computers back then. And uh, we're going to go, we'll listen, we're going to do a movie review on that. But like, it's good to think about the time and place. So that was the dot com boom. And this is the beginning of, this is like one of the first movies uh, that I know of like Vin Diesel, Ben Affleck. I didn't even realize Holly Berry was in this, you know? So Holly Berry, uh, you know Holly Berry, right? Of course, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, who else was in it? I'm missing a couple others. That guy from Men in Black, you know the Men in Black guy, the older guy. 
He was the judge. Okay. You, you know the first movie, Men in Black, with Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah, so the Will Smith's partner, I forgot his name. He's a famous actor. He was the judge, uh, uh, one of the main characters. So this movie had a, quite a cast uh, when they were young. You know, Vin Diesel's, like, young. He has a little bit of hair. But, um, but yeah, to sum it up, okay, just so, uh, uh, to, for the plot so people can understand where we're going with this. Okay, so this is... um. You know, uh, like a New York uh, firm. They call it a uh, what's it called? Uh, ah, man, there's a there's a nickname they keep referring to in the movie. Um, like uh, you know, like like a the nickname for boiler room. It's like a chop shop. Chop shop. Yeah, yeah, they call it a chop shop. So this is a chop shop, which basically is a bunch of guys that get their licenses to, and once they get the license, they're in the door. You know, they're like now they can call people up and swindle them basically, and um. So this is a chop shop firm, which is a boiler room. That's why they call it a boiler room. These guys all have their licenses, Vin Diesel, Ben Affleck, whatever. And they recruit these guys fresh off the street. They don't, you know, they don't know anything about the stock market. They just get their license and they groom them to become like these pump and dump callers. And what makes it illegal is that they're like swaying the people to like buy their stock and like promising them things, you know, like saying, oh, you're going to get a mansion. You're going to get a, you know, do you want to put your kids through college? This stock is going to this. This stock is going to that. And they use, um, they use hype like behind drugs. So they, I remember there was one scene with the doctor. They called the doctor up and said, do you want your colleagues to get rich and you're left behind? Come on. And then like they would tell the, the people in the firm, the, the, the people, the brokers calling, they would say, Oh, this guy's a whale. This guy's a whale. He doesn't care. And actually it wasn't a whale, just a regular guy. So. You know, it's just a lot of misleading and, um, you know, it's like it, it goes back to human greed. So these guys like didn't have any integrity at all. You know, it's just like um, and, and they recruited uh, the main character. I forgot his name, but the main character was uh, ran an illegal uh, poker game and out of his house. And they would go and party and then go see this guy late at night. This, I think he was a college student Then he dropped out of college to run a poker from his house and then they recruited him because like think about it he's perfect to recruit he's running an illegal poker scheme so who you know he if he's running an illegal poker scheme he's probably gonna do illegal uh, phone calls get the license and call like and promise people uh to buy stock it's a, it's a perfect pump and dumper you know what i mean if you're gonna recruit the a person to pump and dump you recruit a, a illegal poker guy so um there's a lot of ways to go with this so uh but yeah borny what, what did you what's your take on the movie um, I, I like the movie. I thought it um it showed a lot about just uh pumping dumps in general, um, and then uh, just human morality, especially at the end where Seth was trying to um to get um one of the one of the family members that he stole a lot of money from um he was trying to get him back some of that money because um he ended up losing his life savings for the family. Oh, so so you want to go over that example? Okay, I'm th I'm thinking it's it's the guy that was uh. His wife was divorcing him, right? Is that the one? Yeah, they, he had a, a food food company or something, and uh, I think they were saving up to buy a house, and he ended up putting all the money to um to a stock. Yeah. So so okay. So let's go over that. So so the main character, I forgot his name. He he's a broker. He's like a sleazy broker. He calls this guy randomly out of the blue and says, "Hey, look at the stock." Blah blah blah. Talks him into it. And then um, that guy puts his life savings into it. He was buy a, about to buy a house and he's married with like two small kids. And um, and the wife 
ask him questions. Oh, how did you find out about this investment? What's going on? Because like he holds it for a while. And then um, the wife is like asking questions constantly. And he's like, it's almost like a gambler mindset. Like he gets stuck into like a gambler, like following what this guy is saying, you know? So, I mean, it had a lot of red flags, but it's just human greed, you know? So I don't know. It's, as traders, we're taught, you know, like we go for education. We make our own decisions. We know what not to do because like we're going into this and treating it like a business. But a random guy, this is very, this happens a lot, even to this day. All the pump and dumps that I short sell that you see in the in the Discord, I put every morning the the copy and paste text messages I get and the copy and paste emails. There are people that fall for this this stuff, man. Can you imagine? Like I, I'm looking at it, you're looking at it, like uh, obviously this is stupid, um, you know. But like people are like, oh, they the greed, they get sucked into it, and once they invest money down on it, like even a small amount. They, they become believers, you know? So, yeah, so this guy's life got ruined by this pump and dump. So he put down his life savings to this guy on the phone. And by the way, when they trained the guys on the phone, they would say, hey, nobody knows who you are. You can say here, whoever, just, just sell the stock, you know? So this guy would call him up and then they would have rebuttals, have a wholesale pitch, but this guy fell for it. And then his wife, once the stock started going down, this guy got really desperate, was like on the phone. And the wife, there's a really a scene there where the wife takes the kids in the middle of the night and like they get the hell out of there. He's like, the basically, the guy destroyed his life. You know, it's like destructive behavior. It's like it almost is like like a like gambling, like or an addiction. Like it just takes you down that hole and then it's like destroys your whole life, what little by little. And um, you get to see it there. So so the the main character guy, the broker, tried to like fix it. I, I missed that part. I was like told, a little zoned out of that. I just saw the movie like three hours ago again. Um, oh, yeah. So at the end, um, he goes to one of the founders and is like, hey, this guy's a whale, has a lot of money. Uh, we're going to end up losing his business because um, the stock that he initially bought went down 80%. Um, so he was, they were giving him shares for their next IPO. Um, so they were, I think they were going to give oh. him 10,000 shares. So that he could sell it in the open market before um before the dump to make his money back. I see. So they're trying to compensate him. So I remember in, in a scene, this is a really important, this is a really cool part that's like really relevant. So Vin Diesel is like the the head of the firm. I think it's called JP Mar- Marlin. <laughs> it's like JP Morgan. It's the fake JP Morgan. <laughs> so um JP Marlin or something. And um he said he they're, they're like giving showing him the ropes like once he joins they trust the, the main character guy that i you know they show him the ropes and he's like man you give these guys you make these guys three percent and they'll trust you with their kids so they they try to make them some money these these uh but then once in a while they just dump it on them you know and um and then vin diesel says oh yeah we make a two dollar rip on every stock which is like a two dollar uh profit so the the firm makes two dollars and they all get a cut out of that so imagine they didn't get get into the details of how much they pump it but imagine they pump a stock from i'm almost oh they mentioned these are like pe- super penny stocks so they're like oh it's backlisted on the on the on the market it was oh they were talking a, a lot of them were a few that i caught i think it, like it sounded like they were trading otcs um like like the wolf of wall street was back in the 80s but um but yeah they get a two dollar rip they say it's the same formula, pump and dump formula. Like you make these guys 3% and they trust you with their kids. And personally, from my experience, you know, in um, 
in the market, seeing a lot of uh, people that I've that I've uh, been around uh, through trading in person. And from 2016 till now, I've seen all types of people. A lot of them didn't make it. And most of them didn't make it. Um, they had they sounded like this, this uh, where they would double down. I remember a, a friend of mine was a long, long guy. Uh, and, and the, you know, we're starting out. We're noobs. This is like 2017. And he will double down on stocks. You know what I mean? Like when it goes down and they would hope for it to go up. Sound, you know, it's just human nature. So like when the stock would go down, they would add more. Like, oh, you, you they would, remember the broker would call and say, hey, this is a great price to buy more. And they would, um, they would, uh, he would signal the, the rest of the guys in the office in the movie. Be like, hey, guys, uh, sound loud. Right? You know, then the whole firm would be like, ah, you know, and then they'll be like, look, look, the demand is so high. You got to buy now, buy now. You know, so that's what's so illegal. And then, like, the head of the firm, J, uh, Vin Diesel, J.P. Uh, Marlin guy, he would do the same thing. And they would, you know, it was just all fake and all just based off of human emotion. Think about that. Like, if you're getting, if you're on the phone, I think they got that doctor guy. Did you catch that one? The doctor, they said, oh, this stock called Benadryl. I guess, did Benadryl exist back then? Did you did you see that? It didn't, right? That's awesome. So he's like, so. hey, your colleagues are going to get rich off the stock Benadryl. Actually, Benadryl is pretty popular, right? It's all over the place. <laughs> so I guess it worked out. But um, but um, he's like, hey, there's a stock called Benadryl. It's not your your friends are going to are getting rich and you're not. And we have a 2,000 share minimum because you're a new client. We want to make you happy and you got to test the water. So like they're testing him, you know, and it. And then he's like, why are you only giving me 2,000 shares? I want more, you know? <laughs> so it's all a game that they play. And um, it's just, to, you know, and when we go over the Wolf of Wall Street later, they, he, he, the Wolf of Wall Street Jordan, takes it to another level where they are manipulating the stock up. This one In this movie, they didn't, they didn't talk about the manipulation. They just talked about the sales, I think, right? They didn't really talk about how they walk it up. They said $2 rip. Um, and make your make the guys three percent and they're happy. So like that when I when I heard that I was like, okay, they're they make their customers, their clients three percent, and but once in a while the it, it, you know the, it's like a, it's like a poker game. You give the the rookie guy, you give him a hand. You give, I don't play poker, but this is what I understand. You give him a few hands, you make him think like he's the man, and then you get him. You, you get him at the end, and it's it's the same thing. Even the Chinese stocks, man, they. I, I think that's what they did. They, they attracted short sellers in. They give them, they give them like five, ten these Chinese girls, the WhatsApp girls, and then boom, they they get them, they get them all at the end. You know what I mean? So it's it's it's, it's just a human nature. It's just a play off the human nature, and you see it in the in the Boiler Room movie. And the Boiler Room movie directly is is a, I mean a Boiler Room. This is like this is like the number one movie for that. I think besides Wolf of Wall Street. But um, it's just really interesting, you know. And then like these guys had no ethics at all. I remember it's it's uh they they said one of the guys said all these guys have bad credit in the firm, but they all have Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and they don't even know how to buy it. You know, like they don't even know what to do with the money. They're told, you know, they're just it's just a bunch of New York guys, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, you just going ham, living, you know, just like you know, and I just no ethics, no character nothing you know it's just and they're grooming them to be that it's like a culture in that firm so like if you had some sense of ethics they would let you go i uh, do you remember that scene i remember this scene the, the famous ben affleck one where he's like ah, look at my car i have a he's like if you survive 
if by three, if by year one or year three or something, you're going to, it's not about 1 million. It's about how many million. And then like, he's kicking one guy out of the office and like another guy said, Oh, I have a license that you're out to. Um, that was one of the cool scenes, but, uh, what, what other scenes are memorable to you in this one? Um, it was, um, just a play off of, um, him scamming, the, um, the food, food company guy. It was, uh, hit- him asking for his his dad. His dad was a judge at the time. Oh, that's and, right. He asked so, his dad to, to help him create an IPO to to make money to repay all the people they scammed. So that's crazy. So that we didn't even touch on that. So the dad of this guy, the main character, was a judge, and the and and the guy the the main character guy was like a screw up his whole life. You know what I mean? He go he drops out of college, and his dad's a judge. He uh he runs a uh, a poker illegal poker thing. Then he gets a license, and there and the mom is like, "Oh, our son is like a legit now, and he's doing well." But then the dad finds out that it's like a pump and dump. He's like working for a chop shop. It's like a well known pump and dump, like chop shop. They call it chop shop. And um, so at the end, that's what confused me at the end because I was kind of dozing out at the end. I was like cleaning my apartment and stuff. I was like, "Wait a second. So this guy just walks in his dad's office and says hey you want to join me on this uh <laughs> so he really did that he was really trying to get his dad like to join him in on an illegal pumping dump they were trying to make an ipo but he was trying to do it to um to create funds for all the families that they scammed but either way yeah. it was in too deep <laughs> yeah so see like eventually the human side of him came out or I, I mean it is a movie too you know so like they're trying to show that he has a a, a sympathetic or empathetic side he's trying to do right but it's too late, man. You already did all that, all that stuff, you know? So, um, but the dad, this was a good lesson, man, because like the dad got sucked in. The dad was a stringent guy. He did not like any of this stuff. He was by the book. And since it's his son, he's having a conversation with him. And then like for like a sentence, he, he, he was open to it for a second or like he was just trying to hear his son out. And then um, the FBI tapped the phone. Or the CIA or FBI, I guess. And then um, when they were getting, the, they targeted that the main character to snitch on everybody because the main character, well, he's a new he's a new guy in the firm. They said, oh, he doesn't have as much loyalty to the Vin Diesel and Ben Affleck or whatever. And also, his dad's a judge, and like you know, so he was he was vulnerable. So the, the FBI went after him, and. uh and then the, they they tried they asked the dad the the dad the judge and the judge like no you need to serve me papers you, if there's no charges I'm out of here and then they're like eh, listen to this and he's like oh shit I did say that to my son so it's like man guilty by association I mean he that's his son you know but like in life man like you want to watch who you're hanging around or who you know what I mean like like uh, I heard this on um on a Grand Cardone podcast the other day. It's like, yeah, just like stick with your circle, man, like high integrity character. Because like, look at this, man. This guy just on the phone with his son and he didn't like anything his son was doing. And then like, now they got dirt on him now <laughs> out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, that was wild. And then at the end, I, I think he got, I think he he just has to, they let him go, right? They let the son and the, and the dad go. He, he's at the end, he says, oh, I got to find a new job now. So he didn't go to jail. No, they, they let him. Damn. But like a, a self-destructive guy, man. You know, it's just like, what a way to like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's like, 
just do the right thing, man. You don't need to do all this bullshit. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like uh, I think about like Zach Morris and Ultra and all these guys and uh, you know these pump and dumpers. And I I've interviewed some of their uh, circles, like some people that would say, "Oh, it's not their fault. They just said by the you know." And yesterday I saw the movie Dumb Money, and they put the, it's like man, like just uh, you know, just have good character, man. You don't need to do all that. Like Zach Morris, by the way. Oh, I wanted to mention this. So there was a stock in the movie. Uh, Med Tech Technologies. Remember this one? Okay. Yeah, where they go and they visit, and the 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 office is empty. Yeah. Remember that one? Med Tech Technologies. They're like, oh, it's Med Tech, and like I I can just imagine. This is 1999.com boom, and they visit the office, and I'm like, damn, um, this reminds me of NXTP when I did a short report with uh, White Diamond Research in puerto rico in 2021 zach morris was pumping it you know it's crazy man it's just deja vu zach morris was pumping it and zach morris I, I posted on twitter and zach morris said squeeze that hedgy thought i was a hedgy guy like a hedge fund guy and um now nah, i'm just a regular retail guy you know pointing out stuff uh that's a fraudulent company anyway that that company was based out of puerto rico and i went to visit the office and it was just like that freaking empty office i took the photos and everything and uh i was like yo shit this is like nxtp and then the pumper is like this is like a boiler room so yeah man that stuff it it, it that's how it happens you know so but anyways going back to zach morris people were like oh he just he said to buy the stock this and that and i'm like man that was just all bad man like he's just getting drunk living this lifestyle doing drugs pumping stocks being so cocky you know you see these guys in the movie boiler room they're all like super cocky they'll go to the restaurants the bars pick fights curse at people you know they are like all this unnecessary stuff you know what i mean it's like just have good character man it's gonna bleed on to other areas of your life you know so like these guys you know were, were like flirting with the great they were asking for all this trouble you know so you know um but yeah any other thoughts on it corny yeah so let's see yeah, we ran over all, went over all the, the, what was your favorite scene? Um, I th- I thought it was the morality. I thought it was nice him trying to, to get the, the guy's the end. life savings <laughs> back. But he t- almost took down his dad uh, to do it. Yeah. He's like, dad, we're going to do this IPO. And the dad's like, what? What, what was the dad's reaction? Uh, at first he was hesitant. He, he stalled for a few. And then he said, okay, I'll, I'll help you. And then that's and the and the FBI was listening the whole time. <laughs> and he forgot he said that because like you know, he he refused it at the end. But the FBI is like, hey, listen to this. And then the dad's like, Oh man, I did say that. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. But like, no, it's it's a classic. I think it's good to always um look at like like when I see those pump and dump text messages or the emails or like we had Zach Morris and Ultra and all these guys. Like there are people that get sucked into that. It seems, it seems obviously stupid. Like us, like we're, we're informed, and it's like obviously we're not going to chase this stock. This is a pump and dump. But there's some people that like they they're in such desperate situations where they have these hopes and dreams, and then once they open their mind and, and like in, invest a little bit, they become tied to it. And now like emotion, you know what I'm saying? It's just like. 
they get sucked in and they really believe all this, you know. So just really interesting. Um, but yeah, Borny, what other what movies do you think we should do next? Uh, you said Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street. Let's do that one, um, right? Yeah, it's 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 very very good to do it after this one, especially. <laughs> we get the most out of it. Great. So yeah, Borny man, thanks for for uh watching the movie and doing this with me. I think it's really helpful um to understand you know like what we're up against in trading in the market like who's buying these stocks it's really important to know like who's the other side who are we playing against you know it's like you know you're like where is this volume coming from is it algorithmic out um algo driven volume or is it people is it a pump and dump you know because like i think it's really good to know like i i, I can see i know a lot sometimes when i see like this guy moon market there's a friendly bear podcast. We call these guys out moon market pumping the stock, a, a 20 cent stock. And it goes to 60 cents. I imagine there's a lot of people like this buying, you know, like the, like we just saw in the movie or, um, or, uh, what's the other guy? Zip trader, you know, zip trader, the, the douchebag on, uh, on YouTube, <laughs> you know, so like they, they go for these kind of people. They are the, the new boiler room, which is the YouTube boiler room, you know, so yeah. it's good to study this stuff, man. Um, but yeah. Great. So we'll do Wolf of Wall Street. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Barney. Thank you, David. Have a good one. You too. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.